to the bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, or Beck, as you've all gotten to know me. Glad you could join us here today. A huge thank you to those who brought you today's show, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Join Team U Away every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Wolf Auctioneers. <laughs> Mickey's Mustard. Are you feeling hot and sassy? Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Ranch House Coffee. Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service. RFD TV. RFD TV now. And the Cowboy Channel. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Get a hold of me anytime at 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop me an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining today is my producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. You know, I, uh, well, hi, by the way. You was it my idea to call me sound engineer? Yes, it was. You came up with that crafty. And let's be honest, all I do is hit the record button for you. That's all I do for sound engineer. You're sitting like three feet away. I just hit the record button and then I hit the stop button. Hey, I want everyone to notice he told that on on his own. I never told anybody your secret. That's all you did. I'm being honest. How are you working on uh, finding me my own sound? By the way, it's on the to do list. On the to-do list? It's like, on the to-do list. Like down after sweeping out the shop? How far down on the list where is it's it? At. It's on the to-do list. There might be, uh, after last week when we talked about the snow bikes, it might be below the snow bikes, but it's there. Don't worry. All right. As long Have as fight. it's on that list. It's there. <laughs> Trust me. Changing things up here on The Bend, introducing our new listener spotlight. what liking and following will get you riding shotgun right along with us is justin hampton from elk creek missouri as i said justin is an avid listener we actually follow each other on social media justin's handle for facebook by the way is at that's the a with the circle at tc outdoors 20 justin welcome aboard well thank you 23 years in the hunting blind you have under your belt now, before I throw you on the hot seat, I want to make mention how you are jumping on YouTube, filming your own hunts, and promoting and encouraging the 9 to 5 job holders that can't get out all the time on those prize hunts like the guys on TV. We get to see just how easy and inexpensive it can be to hunt and enjoy the outdoors, especially on the weekends. I'm more like the 9 to 5 guys. You know, I go to work every day and I hunt on the weekends when I can and I take a camera with me just to show that anybody can do this, you know. Hot seat time, under the bus. Here we go. Justin, I'm going to start a debate with you. We're going to have some fun with this. There are a couple of schools of thought when it comes to camo. Seems like there's that person that never can have enough. Every part of them needs to be covered head to toe. And then there's the other school of thought where Less is more, or maybe you don't need any at all. It, it goes in situations. If I'm going to be hunting outside my blind, I want to be covered from head to toe, from gloves, everything, camouflage. And I usually use real tree because that's what works real good in this area. 
And when I'm in a blind, I'm not so much worried about camo. I'll put black on and I'll just wear my blue jeans or my camo pants or whatever. I have brothers and they make more fun of me because as they say, Beck, you have more camo than any of us combined. These guys are also tending to dress as efficiently maybe as they can because they might be going from the blind right into their tractor to feed cattle. Or maybe they just got off of work and they just have what they have in the backseat of their pickup wherever they're pulling up to be hunting at. One of the things I look at, and I don't know about you, Justin, pattern-wise, do you think pattern is important or is it just one of those thoughts as long as you break up what you're wearing? I think pattern is important in some parts of the country, but most of it is just a breakup is what I think of the area. You're out west, I think camouflage pattern would be a little different than like what you are here in the Ozarks. When my brothers make fun of me about all the different camo I have, I know personally for me, it isn't so much about the pattern. It's actually part of me is I'm a uh, utility type person. It matters mm -hmm. to me, A, how it fits. Well, I'm a woman and it's really hard to find camo that fits correctly to start with. But for me is sometimes where are those pockets at? Can my rangefinder yeah. fit in that pocket where I can easily grab it if I wanted to? Or what other, whichever other accessory or gadget I might be using? I carry a bag with me everywhere I go when I'm hunting. That's my main thing is a, like a backpack. I can get by without camo on like, like cargo pants camo. I can get by without that, but I got to have that backpack. Ah, the gadget bag. With my camera equipment and everything... I carry almost, I don't know, an extra 10 or 15 pounds with me every every hunt I go on. Uh, for how long have you been uh, hunting, by the way, Justin? Uh, I've been hunting for 23 years. What's nice about, like, where I hunt down here, we own our own land, so I don't ever have to really go anywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. And, which we got cattle, too, and... Uh, I think we're pushing close to a thousand acres and everybody's like, well, why don't you go somewhere and hunt? I'm like, I never have to. I got turkey and deer. That's the main two that I hunt and that's mm -hmm. where I want to stay, you know? And most yes. of everything I do is a four-wheeler drive away, you know? So we do get a little bit spoiled, don't we? Oh, when yeah. you have that right out your back window, it's, it's ha sometimes hard to relate to the guys that are hunting public land. Yeah when you it are is. able to do that on your own and it almost becomes like second nature. You almost think of like, why, why would I do this? Why am I going to go four wheeling somewhere else when I can walk out my back door and I'm four wheeling, yeah. I'm moving cows yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's going to be yeah. some craziness in itself. That's going to be a lot more adrenaline ran than a lot of that other type of four wheeling. I get more excited about seeing deer on my own property than I do in them on public land or because that means I'm doing something right, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm retaining them here. It's been kind of funny because we chased this one deer for three years, and he slipped up on the very last day of rifle season, 2015. I was just coming home from the store, and he was standing out here in our hay field about 150 yards away with 14 does, and I told my wife, I said, grab my rifle, and I, I actually shot him with 10 minutes of light left. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And I know for me now is, is I'm enjoying greatly watching the next generation. I, I'm not blessed with children, but I am, I try to be the best aunt I could ever be and spend a lot of time with my nephews. And now yeah. I, I find myself having even more joy just watching them.
my mom and dad and my brother all live in town. We all used to live in the country, but as my mom and dad got older, they're like, we're moving to town because everything's closer. Mm. So, and it, which it works for them. And so my brother, he still lives in town and he comes out here for youth season every year with his nephew. And, and it, it's crazy. I just, the excitement of the kids is what really gets me, keeps me going on the youth side of it, you know. From my blind to yours, Justin, thanks for coming along. Again, to follow Justin on YouTube, check out Texas County Outdoors. That's Texas County Outdoors. His social media handles are at, A with the circle, at TC Outdoors 20. Important to note, Justin is also a field staffer for Blocker, Luminoc, and Kill and Stick. Stick around. We'll be right back. In the field, on the farm, or in the saddle, we're right there with you in your pocket, on your phone, and everywhere you go. RFD TV Now. Current ag reports, geo targeted weather, live streaming 24 7, and our full collection of shows you love at the tip of your finger. At less than $10 a month, it's the cheapest tool on the farm. Download the app today and start watching RFD TV Now. Whether it is a dream rifle or one for the collection, Wolf Auctioneers has become my go-to for all firearm and collectible auctions. Wolf Auctioneers offers convenient online bidding and shipping across the United States to your favorite FFL dealer. Check out Wolf, that's W-O-L-F-F-F-F, wolfauctioneers.com, and follow them on Facebook. Wolf Auctioneers, I'm sold. To be known, you have to be seen. To be seen, you have to be noticed. Downtown Threads has us covered. They provide that upscale, stylish, noticeable custom embroidery design for premium clothing, apparel, and caps. They do it all for us. Downtown Threads Oklahoma has the graphic design team and knowledge to take your look to the next level and be seen. Call today, 580-237-7060, and follow on Facebook at Downtown Threads Oklahoma. Hashtag catch back if you can. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for sticking with us. From the hunting blind to the gun shop today, I know there are many of you listening that own several firearms, but some may be thinking of purchasing their first one and have a few questions. Sometimes not knowing the questions to ask when thinking of making a purchase can be just as daunting and intimidating as asking those questions themselves. And what about moving once those firearms are purchased? This is where it can get confusing. I have traveled extensively, just like many of you. I have moved to different addresses, and I have dealt with various ownership questions. So I know firsthand how it can get a bit confusing, but it does not have to. First and foremost, to help in all those situations, and they can get quite complicated, is to find an FFL dealer you are comfortable with to start the process for your need or to answer those questions. I am introducing one of my guys I work with, Levi Dewald, owner of Shooter's Armory in Bismarck, North Dakota. Just a bit of Levi's background, he served in the 1st Armored Division U.S. Army Infantry for three and a half years with one tour in Afghanistan. Levi, great to talk with you again and have you on the show. 
Thank you for your service too, by the way. Let's start here. We have some listeners that I think will be interested in purchasing their first firearm. I know sometimes it can be rather overwhelming. People aren't quite understanding what might have to be done, the steps that have to occur. Could you walk us through this? What is involved in purchasing your first firearm? First firearm you ever purchase, you're going to, of course, go to the gun store, find one that, that you know fits nice. Then you're going to uh, go through the background check. You fill out a form 4473. Then we usually would take it in back and call you in. And if the uh, FBI says everything's good to go, then we fill out the rest of the info on the 4473 and you're good to go. Levi, tell me again what FFL stands for and really what is that role when purchasing said firearm? Federal Firearms License is uh, licensing that gun dealers and, and pawnbrokers and stuff have to have before they engage in the business of uh, selling firearms for retail. The FFL kind of guarantees that the business engaging in retail sale of firearms is doing it, you know, to, to the letter of the law, stuff like that. So, Say I want to transport firearms across state lines. I'm planning a hunting trip or an excursion and I'm looking to move firearms. Am I able to travel from state to state carrying firearms or other considerations that may need to be looked at? Well, typically most firearms you can uh, take across state lines. There's certain exceptions for NFA devices if you have a short-barreled rifle or a suppressor or something like that. But most firearms you can take over state lines, depending on the state as well. If, you, if you're going into California, you can't take any of your magazines that are over 10 rounds, that kind of thing. But mostly, yes, you can travel uh, intrastate with your, with your firearms. If you can't, if there's any sort of certain reasons why you can't travel with your firearms, you can always ship them to a, a FFL dealer and they can handle the process that way. So it, would it maybe be beneficial to double check the states you may be traveling to or through prior to heading out on the road? Most definitely, because there are some states that have some really weird laws. There are some cities that have really weird laws. So if you, if you cross into those cities with, with say, a 20-round magazine in your trunk, then technically you're committing a felony. So you kind of got to watch that. Yes, and I can talk from ex- personal experience when I've done some travels and helped me with shipping my firearms so that they got to the destination I needed to. And then also I was able to send them back and avoid just what he said, going through areas that may not allow or frown upon us carrying our firearms. Other thought is, is if a person is moving from one state to another state, actually moving and changing addresses, do they need to re-register their firearms with the state they're moving to? Or can you move from state to state and your firearms are yours? Most states do not have a registration system. In fact, the 1986 Firearm Owners Protection Act actually makes it illegal for the federal government to create such a registry. However, there are some states that do require registration of certain pieces or all firearms. So you really kind of got to watch your uh, watch your local laws, where you're coming from, where you're moving to, all that kind of stuff. So one thing I have seen common all year long, no matter if I went to a smaller private local 
gun shop to a big box store, anywhere I've traveled around this year. And yes, I've been lucky enough to still kind of move around. One thing I've noticed is the ammo is not there. And I'm not talking about, you know, just even, you know, nine millimeter or 38. I'm not even seeing my favorite hunting rounds. <laughs> yep. Yep. So what happened there was it was kind of a perfect storm all year. So it kind of started with uh, with COVID back last January already. They uh, when when the COVID was kind of announced, a lot of the prepper types, shall we say, started kind of moving on ammo real heavy, and that kind of caused the other people in the shooting sports uh, followings to start uh, getting a little heavy on ammo too, and. Once it started kind of rebounding from COVID, a lot of the ammo manufacturers are getting shut down for being, you know, non-essential and stuff like that. And of course, they're they're working at half capacity because of COVID and all that stuff. So the demand is through the roof, and the supply is 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 it just can't keep up. It's it's being you know forced down by all these factors, and and it's just a nightmare right now. I know it's tough to make a prediction, but looking into that crystal ball, what do you think 2021 will start to shape up to be? Um, ask again later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it, it kind of, it, it's trying to make a comeback. I, I think, but like I said, every time we, every time we see it, try to take one step forward, there's something comes up and it pushes it three steps back. So well, we're not giving up though. Well, no, it, it, it'll come back eventually. I mean, it'll eventually come back. Levi Dewald with Shooter's Armory. Thank you for the time, sir. You can follow Shooter's Armory on Facebook and social media. Follow them at, that's A with a circle, at Shooter's Armory. The final bend right after this. Pro Rodeo fans, watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with PRCA on the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the PRCA on the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Hey guys and gals, this is John Armand with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UAway every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UAway on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. This is Sean McCoy with Mickey's Mustard. If you're like me, you love your condiments. So, are you feeling hot and sassy? Digging something sweet and zesty? Mickey's Mustard has it all. Mickey's is 100% all-natural mustard sauce made with banana peppers. And get this, it's fat-free to boot. Shop at Mickey's. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S. Mickey'sMustard.com. Ain't nothing like it, and it's straight from the heart of Texas. I love this stuff. I ate the whole bottle in like two days. Before I turn you all loose, 
let me tell you about Loeb's Lake Oahe Fishing Guide Service. I know that was a mouthful. Let me say it one more time. Loeb's Lake Oahe Fishing Guide Service. The bite is on in South Dakota. Check out Loeb's Lake Oahe Fishing Guide Service on Facebook for year-round guiding and tips on extreme walleye fishing. Updates every week on what you need to know to land those keepers. That's Loeb's Lake Oahe Fishing Guide Service. I always have a great time when I'm there. Welcome back. We are on to the final bend. Wait, hey, Tigger, come back in here. You're joining me for this one. Hold on. I'm getting a toothpick. Oh, my gosh. You already have one stuck behind your ear, you no, know. No, I didn't. That, that fell out. You know, you should know toothpicks are a vital part of my existence uh, today. Or have been for the last couple years because it's been two and a half years that I have been tobacco-free. Congratulations, right? by the way. Thank you. Not easy. No, I mean, there's, I know. you know, you know that there have been days where, like when we, when I was in the hospital here this fall and all these other things were, man, oh I my. just wanted Copenhagen so bad. Yes, you were Copenhagen, not a sponsor and will not be one. <laughs> but yes, I have a toothpick here. No, and by the way, you've been kind of, kind of particular too on your toothpicks. Who would have I'm thought there fussy. are different types of toothpicks? I, it's legit. I am fussy. Not just go to one of your stores and just grab a pile of the of the toothpicks. Oh no, these are very specific. These are these are a little bit bigger than your normal toothpicks where they got the little point on each end. These what I like about them is they're they're round and I can steal him steal them unused from him and use them for my hors d'oeuvres. Look at me getting all fancy. Unused. Yes. Definitely uh, take the unused ones. <laughs> Okay. Well, at the top of the hour, uh, we had started the show off by a listener spotlight, and Mm -hmm. I had brought up the topic of camo. Right. And I know, Tigger, you're also a fellow hunter, outdoorsman like myself. What are... What are your thoughts on camo? Are you the type that is a head-to-toe, every-body part is covered, or are you kind of, you don't really need it and you don't wear it? Okay. Well, I think you were right, in my opinion, when you visited with uh, just was it Justin, Justin Hampton. Yes, Justin Hampton. I think you were right when you said that there are two schools of thought when it comes to camouflage. Is it, are you head to toe or are you nothing at all? So <laughs> nothing at all, within reason, of course. So Please don't send pictures in like <laughs> right, that. Right? So here's my, <clears throat> excuse me, frog in my throat. Here's my experience is uh, times that I have bow hunted in the Badlands. And I know everybody's going to jump all over me when I say this here, but I have went out in the fall of the year and bow hunted antelope in the Badlands. And I just had on a pair of, remember the old tan wranglers? Everybody, when you can get wranglers in every in different, different colors. colors. Yeah. I think, boy, I would, you, you almost dated yourself I did, there. I did, but I would wear the tan wranglers and something just on top. And, and I'm talking about bow hunting antelope specifically. And I would wear literally just a flannel or something to break up my pattern. And I know that there's a lot of different schools of thought even on that. So here's what I'm going to say is I am not a head-to-toe camo person. I don't have the, the matching gloves and I don't have the matching buff and the matching cap and all of those. But I am not in an environment where or hunting particular game where maybe that's part of your strategy. I guess is that's that, a great right? point to bring up. It maybe depends more so on the game that you're after. Right, right. 
I know in my experience as well, it's all about breaking it up. Well, and, and blocking your scent, but, mm-hmm. but that's been my experience, and it's not as vast as, as yours. I haven't hunted as many places as you have. And with most people listening, I probably haven't hunted it in many places as they have either. So I think it's it's based on where you're at and what you're what you are hunting. For example, let's talk about calling in coyotes. I have called in just as many coyotes literally getting done feeding cows, parking the tractor, and still got a few hours, so I'm gonna go call some coyotes in and I've got, you know, car hearts on or shaps or that's it, and I'm just laying on a hill. So I think a lot of it has to do with what you're hunting and in watching your sense, making sure that you are not being noticed and you are not being smelled. So I think it comes down to blocking your scent. What is the terrain that you're in? That will greatly dictate, of course, what uh, type oh, of camouflage. Oh, absolutely. With all the different patterns that are out there. I know for me, I, I joke that I'm kind of more of a utilitarian type. So I'm looking at camo being where are the pockets at? Are my gadgets going to fit in them? Are they purposeful? And then am I going to stay warm? You know, depending on the environment, unless it's where I'm hunting right. somewhere. Right, like, like if you're going to be calling coyotes and you're yes. just going to be laying on a hill for four hours and you're not going to move. Oh, absolutely. I'm, am I going to have to hike in and two miles and I've gone through, you know, snow that's up to my knees, so I'm hot and sweaty and then I have to sit there and stay warm still at the same time and be camouflaged. And camouflage has changed tremendously, at least the stuff that I've looked at. I have some camo clothing. I'm not head to toe. Because I am, gotta be honest, y'all. I'm I'm not a a deer stand bow hunter, and I have to be honest because I, I mean I lose my mind after two minutes. I joke about that I have more camo than my brothers, but at the same time they'll be the first to say, "Hey, Beck, there's times when you've gotten out of bed a little late, and you're supposed to be out there hunting, and I just threw a coat over my pajamas and away I went." So there are times too that I can't say I've always had all the camo on as well. So. I'm curious if I can just throw this out there for people to call into your hotline. What's that number and share their their experience? And I, I would bet they're going to be right along with us that it just either it's you depend upon where you're at and the species that you're hunting. And of course, what the budget has too, if you can get all budget the is a great one. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Give us a call anytime at three zero five nine hundred Bend. That's three zero five nine hundred twenty three sixty three, or drop me an email at bendradioshow at gmail dot com. And that's all for us this week. A huge thank you to everyone who came around the bend with me. Producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. My guests, Justin Hampton from Missouri and Levi Dewald from Shooter's Armory. Our partners, Wolf Auctioneers, Ranch House Coffee, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Lobes, that's L-O-E-B-S, Lobes Lake Oahe Guide Service, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along with us. Keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend.